Today is Wednesday, which tells us that it's going to be a little bit of a longer Hayyim Yom. As you remember, uh, that year the Yom was written, Tosh and Gimel. Um, what well, today would be Wednesday, that year was Shabbos, and therefore on Shabbos was a bit of a longer Hayyim Yom, as well as a little bit of a longer Tanya for Chitas. So today's Hayyim Yom is Shabbos of Parshas Tzav. We're already Wednesday of Parshas Shmini, but that year Chaf Adar Beis was Wednesday of Parshas Tzav. And in Parsha Sav, we have a Pasuk, middle. In Parsha Sav, we have a Pasuk that we say every single day in Davening. Every day in Davening, we don't say it yet, but there is the paragraph by Dabar Shalom Shalemar, Tzavis Arn was born of Lemar, Zois Toyas Ha'oila. Zois Toyas Ha'oila. In the beginning of last week's Parsha, Parsha Sav, we have the mitzvah of the carbon oila that, was, that would be brought on the Mizbeach every day, twice a day, the carbon Tamid. And we have the mitzvah. Of the mitzvah of the koyanim uh, igniting the fire on the mizbeach. The koyanim had to make sure that there was always a fire on the mizbeach. And then there was the mitzvah of truma sadeshen, of taking off the ashes. And we say that paragraph that is in the beginning of Parsha Tzav in the Torah, every single day in the morning, very, yeah, in, very good, in the beginning of Karbanais. If you want to find it in Sturm, it's on page 62 in the, uh, in the Old Prince. Um, sorry? Oh, very good. So, yeah. So, today, very good. So, today's Ayim Yoyim is about the Apostle from that part of the Torah. Good morning, Shemin. So, what is, so what is the, so what's the Ayim Yoyim? Good morning, Ari. The Pasuk over there, the last Pasuk in that paragraph, and again, you could find it in your Sidorim if you want on page 62 in the Old Prince, page uh, 57 or 58 in the New Prince, 58 in the New Prince. Um, the Pasuk finishes, th- that part of the Torah finishes off, Eish Tomid Tuka Dala Mizbeach Loi Sichbe. Eish Tomid, a constant fire, Tuka Dala Mizbeach needs to be burnt, uh, needs to be uh, ignited, burning on the, fi- on the Mizbeach. So that's the Mitzvah Saseh, that the Kainim need to make sure that there's always a fire on the Mizbeach. To get a little bit sidetracked, those of you who learned Mishnai from Sechas you learned that there were actually three or four, no, I don't remember, there were three or four, I think four, of uh, fires that were always burning on the Mizbeach, not just one, but actually there were three or four small, uh, one big one and three or f- and two or three smaller fires on the sides of the Mizbeach, so there was a mitzvah to make sure there was always fire in the Mizbeach, and then the Pasuk ends off with the mitzvah, loy sase, loy sichbe. it cannot be extinguished. Like we know, many mitzvahs in Torah, it's a set, correct, it's a set of a mitzvah sase and a mitzvah loy sase. Right, like for example, to get rid of the chametz and not to, and to make sure not to have any chametz, right, or to uh, to eat a carbonus on time and to make sure not to leave them over for the wrong time, right. So many mitzvahs in Torah have mitzvahs asay and mitzvahs So the simple meaning of the pasuk is that there's a mitzvah say to always make sure there's a fire burning and a mitzvah not to extinguish the fire, not to let the fire be extinguished. So yeah, what? Even while oh, very good question, the Gemara Masechsiuma. Good, very good. The Gemara Masechsiuma discusses how even they were traveling, there would still be a fire. They would put a, a massive cover, a massive, massive like pot, but a massive one over the mizbeach that would have the that would allow the fire to still um, to still be lit. I'm sure there was a little bit of a nace. Yeah, that it still shouldn't die. I'm sure there was a little bit of a nace involved as well. And on that topic about a nace, so this is where the uh, today's Hayim uh, continue uh, uh, picks up with that. The the Mizitra Magid, the Alter Rebbe says that the Mizitra Magid, his teacher, told him a certain Torah, told him a certain vart, like a short mimer in Yechidas, a personal vart for the Alter Rebbe, which of course Alter Rebbe is sharing, and it's written down in today's Ayim which is that when it comes to the fire in the Mizbeach, we know that there was one, like we're learning actually in today's Chitas, uh, that the fire that was on the Mizbeach was from Hashem. 
right? Like we just learned now in Parsha Shmini, skipping ahead to where we're holding in Chumash this year, that uh, we just learned in Parsha Shmini that the fire came down from Hashem. That was actually the symbol, the signal of Hashem's Shekhinah resting in the Eden. So the fire, the Mizbeach, was a miracle, was coming from Hashem. So why is there a mitzvah? Why is there a mitzvah for the Koinim to bring the fire? Fire was coming from Hashem. So the Mizitra Magad answered, and the Mizitra Magad said, number one, this, this is the first thing. That even the Gemara says, and even though it's coming from the, from the heavens, mitzvah lahavim and ahead, that Hashem still wants you to do your part. Even though the fire was coming as a miracle from Hashem, Hashem wanted the Yidin to do their part naturally and, br- and bring the fire and bring the, uh, and bring the wood for the fire. Because it's a big rule to know the way Hashem works is that the, what He gives is based on the way we are acting. So if we want the fire to come down from Hashem, and of course, spiritually, not just in the Mishkan. But let's think about what that means for us. If we want Hashem to help us, if we want Hashem's presence in our lives, we have to do our part first. And we should know that our part, as small as it may seem to us, it's massive because that's what triggers Hashem's part. Hashem's part, partnership, I should say, in our life, it's massive, of course, Hashem. But it's triggered because of our small part. As small as, as we may think it is, and relative to Hashem's part, it is small. Hashem says, I just want you to try a little bit. And if you try a little bit, I'm going to give you a massive, massive help. And again, this is how it worked actually in the fire, in the Mishkan. But more importantly, in anything in our lives, that when we do our part, Hashem re, uh, returns. Hashem gives back in obviously a tremendously, uh, in a tremendous way. And then the altar, and then the Mr. Magid said specifically with the fire in the Mizbech, what does it represent? It represents that we're bringing things to Hashem. We're bringing a carbon. So a person could say, it's enough that I brought my animal to the Mizbeach, to Hashem. What, I also have to make sure there's a fire? Comes this mitzvah and says, yes. When we give something to Hashem, we have to do it with fire. We have to do it with enthusiasm. We have to do it with excitement. And how does the Pasuk end off? Loi sikhbe. So the simple meaning is, the Mitzvah Sleisasa telling us, it's not allowed to, the fire is not allowed to be extinguished. But if you read the words differently, loi sikhbe. The fire will extinguish sikhbe. The loy. Okay, so the simple meaning is loy sikhpeh, it should not be extinguished. But the other way to read the words is loy sikhpeh, it will extinguish the loy. The fire, the enthusiasm that we have in positive uh, uh, areas in Yiddishkeit, that is what extinguishes the negativity. Sometimes we have apathy. Sometimes we feel not excited to do tarimitsa. Sometimes we feel like we're involved in not good things. And sometimes not just we feel, sometimes we are involved in all good things. How do we get rid of that? How do we really turn a- around our lives? How do we stop the negative things in our lives? By this, by the, with the sikhbeh, with the enthusiasm of the holy fire, of the fire of Hashem. And again, it sometimes has to do just with a small part that we're doing. When we do a small part, when we do a small part, Hashem will return. Hashem will answer back with a big part. We just have to put in our effort. And then Hashem responds. Famous story of Chenina ben Daisa, that he was going on the, he was traveling on the road. He was very, very poor. And all of a sudden, he sees a beautiful, beautiful rock, and he decides, you know, he he never has any money to bring carbon to Hashem. He was Chenina ben Daisa. We know was extremely poor. Other stories where he didn't even have enough money to buy oil, right, for his uh, for the for the Shabbos candles. So, so all of a sudden, he sees this beautiful rock lying on the side of the road. Hefker, of course, it's ownerless. So he says, you know what? This will be my my. Finally, I have a chance to give a gift to the to the Beis Hamikdash. The Beis Hamikdash is still still around. Times of Chenina Daisa, one of the earlier Tanoim. So he decided he wants to bring it to the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash could sell it, he could use the money that they get from selling this rock. It was a beautiful rock. And he, well, yeah, but he wants to give it to the Beis HaMikdash. 
So, yeah. That's what it was going to do. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, he tries picking it up, and he can't pick it up. So, all of a sudden, a few people come down the road, and they say to him, they say, we see you're, you're uh, having trouble. You're having the trouble uh, lifting it. We'll help you. And he, and he's, and uh, they negotiate a deal, and they start helping him with the rock, but they say one condition, you have to help us help you. In other words, you have to be part of it. So he puts his, also, he puts his hand under the rock to lift it with them, and all of a sudden, he feels himself flying to the Beis HaMikdash, flying through the air with the rock to Beis HaMikdash. In other words, these people, walk, these workers walking down the street were really malachim, were really angels that Hashem sent to help Rebchim and Daisa and bring the rock to, yeah, 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 that's it, and uh, bring the rock to the Beis HaMikdash. And, uh, and, and Chassidus quotes the story a lot. Chassidus says, why did he have to help? Why did the malachim, if the malachim were going to make a miracle for him, why did he have to help? Because that's what Hashem wants. Hashem says, we, I, want you, I want you to be involved. I want you to do your part. Even though your part might seem like nothing. Well, Pchirim Adaisa is going to put his hand there. It's not going to do anything. That was the whole problem in the first place. He couldn't lift it himself. But when Hashem, Hashem is going to help us. And sometimes the only way we could do it is with Hashem's help. Hashem says, I always want you to try. So today's Amim says that the, the, uh, that the Mr. Maga tells Alter Rebbe that you're going to have a lot of challenges in your life. Mr. Chumaga told Alter Rebbe before he passed away, before Alter Rebbe became Rebbe, you're going to have a lot of challenges in your life. As we know, Alter Rebbe had to face with a lot of uh, adversaries, with a lot of opposition, both from the Misnagdim as well as from the, you know, the Russian government when they imprisoned him. You're going to feel, deal with a lot of challenges. You need to know that the way to get rid of your challenges are to, to, to be enthusiastic to have this fire of Kedusha. And that will be the loy. That will extinguish the negativity. And then Hashem will do His part, and He will totally transform the negativity for you. He will take care that there won't be any challenges. Not to, not only there won't be challenges, but it's going to be a massive miracle that your that the people that are against you will actually become on your side. As we know later in the story of Alter Rebbe, that those very people that imprisoned Alter Rebbe actually were the ones who helped him, who helped freed him, or on the side to free him. That's a massive, the Russian government. So that's, that's a massive miracle. That's only something that only Hashem could do. This is Shemag is telling Alter Rebbe, you need to do your part. You need to infuse enthusiasm. You need to be excited and, and spread the excitement of Chassidus, of, of, uh, of, the, of the fire of Hashem to all the Yidin. And if you do your small part, then Hashem will do his big part. And of course, it's a massive lesson to all of us, even if we're not dealing with challenges on the level of the Alter Rebbe, and even if we're not dealing with the physical fire in the base of Mikdash, but we have to know that if we want Hashem's fire in our life, if we want Hashem to help us in things that only Hashem could help us, that we feel are too hard for us to deal with, we have to know that we have to start it off with dealing with doing our part. So the question to think about today with the word Hashem as the answer for 35 seconds, so what is something that I need help with from Hashem today in my life? And what is something that I could do to, to get that help from Hashem?